You are listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, where it's all about responding with confidence to the legal, financial, and personal challenges created by disability, unexpected illness, or simply aging in general. Join us weekly as elder law attorneys Tim Takis, Barbara McGinnis, Chris Johnson, and other members of the Takis McGinnis Elder Care Law Team talk about the tools, techniques, strategies, and services that will make the elder care journey easier for everyone involved. Get ready, because aging starts now. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode number 72 of Aging Starts Now. I'm Tim Takus, certified elder law attorney and founding partner at Takus McGinnis Elder Care Law. Today, we are speaking with Lynn Wood, the caregiver support coordinator at Mental Health America of the Mid-South, about their File of Life program. Welcome, Lynn. Hi, thanks so much for having me today, Tim. Well, glad you're here, Lynn. So first, can you tell us briefly about Mental Health America? Who is well, it? Mental- what what, do the, what does it do? Yeah. Well, Mental Health America of the Mid-South is a nonprofit organization. We've actually been around 75 years um, here in Middle Tennessee. We celebrate that, and, uh, that birthday here in July of this year. And we provide resources and materials and educational events to help folks um, combat the stigma of mental health, but to get them to the right place so that someone is not um, incessantly Googling, um, you know, counselors or clinics. They can contact us directly and we can put them and direct them to the right place. And so if a a person, let's say, uh, uh, let's say if a person has or feels like they have issues or concerns about their mental health or or so on, they can contact Mental Health America. Right. And we can refer them to counseling or therapy. We also have a QR code on our website where someone can take a completely confidential um, a survey or, or um, answer some questions and if it is, if those questions do um, appear that there is some depression, um, alcoholism, drug addiction, suicide ideations, then at the end of that, it gives them a printout um, or an email of appropriate help and where to go. So it's not actually even somebody has to talk to us. Um, that's another way that they can access care. Kind of like a self-screening yes. tool? Is that kind of what Self-screening, it sounds like it thank is? you. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't think of those words. <laughs> okay. So now you are the caregiver support coordinator. So tell us what that, tell us what your job is. And obviously you ha- it has something to do with caregivers and providing support or helping coordinate caregiver support. That's exactly right, Tim. What I am is a caregiver slash older adult uh, coordinator, services coordinator. And there's a lot of folks out there working to help the person who is living with Alzheimer's or the symptom of dementia, but there's not a lot of folks that are working directly to help that care provider. And so what my services are is um, just one-on-one conversations or putting materials in their hands as a certified dementia specialist really talking them through what they might be seeing in the home and what behaviors they're um, dealing with, and then how to, how to uh, redirect appropriate activities, communication, um, and really provide them that, that one person, that support. 
And that's what my program focuses on is the care provider uh, for someone with Alzheimer's or dementia. So is this uh, something that people pay for? Or is this a, a voluntarily? Or is it a sliding scale? Or tell tell us a little bit about those services that Mental Health America provides, and well, you know, my and, services, and whether they're paid services. Right. Um, my my programming is completely grant funded, and so no one pays for anything. My time, mileage, the materials that I leave are all covered by grants, and I do serve thirteen counties. And I can do a a lot of my services and a lot of my teachings either virtually or in person um, in the 13 counties. Okay, so so the the 13 counties you're referring to in the the Nashville area, Nashville, Tennessee area, It is. We work in conjunction with the uh, GNRC, um, so it is the 13 surrounding counties that, um, that they serve as well. And also the Council on Aging. Um, their senior directory, those are the same 13 counties that those directories um, have information on. So we all kind of work together for our older population. Right. And when you mentioned GNRC, that's the Greater Nashville Regional Council for our yes. listeners. And that's our area aging area agency on aging and disability, which is for our, our listeners know that in, in past programs, you know, every Every state has area agency and area agency on aging and disability. It's part of the, I think, what the uh, Department of Aging. Help me out here a little bit. Um, yeah, it's through the Tennessee, t- through the state, the Tennessee state um, uh, programs, uh, the government wide, and it is part of the area um, on aging and disabilities. And you're right, there is. There's uh, maybe eight different sections in Tennessee, um, and they're mm-hmm. divided up into different locations. And I have that as well. Uh, yeah. so I can't help someone who calls or contacts us from outside of that uh, service area. Then I know who to call in those other areas to get them to the right place to go ahead and hopefully provide some of the same services um, that we're providing as well. Gotcha. So you... Mental Health America has a, I guess it's called a file of life program. What, what is that? Well, I'd like to take credit for it, but it is a, it is a, um, a program that someone can Google. Um, we did not design it. We are just making it available to um, the areas that I serve. And the file of life is um, something that you put on your refrigerator or it's magnetized and it has medical information and who to contact in case of an emergency and any allergies and things of that nature. And the hope is that if there is a 911 call to your home, um, the first responders will see this um, and they can start treating someone quicker than having to wait or go through all of the old prescriptions that we all keep around the house to find out what someone is actually taking. So this is um, helping those first responders uh, provide care more accurately and in a mm-hmm. manner um, um, if there's one of these available. It's kind of like the T.Yellow.Dot program, uh, but it's for the house. Okay. Um, and so it's just, um, that's, that's what it's designed to do. And it's, and it's pretty successful, actually. Yeah, so let me, let, um, let's walk through this a little bit. I'm just mm-hmm. thinking about, um, 
let's just, you know, and we're going to talk in a moment about how people can get these packets. Um, But I I envision this, you know, for our listeners who don't have the benefit of, of, of either Googling or finding out more by the visual, I'm going to assume it's a, like a little, a, a piece of paper that has contact information, has the name of the individuals. Maybe it has their, um, um, uh, maybe some diagnoses, maybe some issue like, okay, if the, if you have, mm-hmm. um, you know, certain illnesses or afflictions, those are listed has physicians mm-hmm. names and so on. So it, tell me about a little bit more about that. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it has on there. And it has a person's name and their, um, their date of birth. It has their, uh, next of kin. It has their doctor's name and information on there. It has their insurance information available it has their medications, a place for their medications and how they take them. It has a place on there for allergies, if anybody has any food or medical allergies. And it has a place for what your current medical conditions are. If you're diabetic, epilepsy, you're a stroke survivor, uh-huh. blood pressure, um, any of those things that you uh, main- uh, frequently manage, then that is on there. And um, then again, that your blood type is on there, if you know that. Um, And then again, that's so that those first responders or those ER, they don't have to try to track down medical records or try to call the medical records at the hospital if they know that your hospital that you frequent um, is in Hendersonville or, or Gallatin, then they don't they don't have to try to search those records. They've got something they can immediately start with. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we're seeing is um, our first responders are doing a more um, uh, wellness checks um, on someone we've had uh, on folks. We've heard over the COVID over the past year and a half, uh, people checking on parents and them not being responsive or having fail and no one was noticed, you know, was able to get to someone. And then mm-hmm. when someone did get in the door, it was a next door neighbor who really didn't know anything. Um, the other way that this is really helpful is like personally, um, my father is a care provider for my mom. My dad can tell everybody anything they need to know about my mother, but my mother is unable to communicate that to first responders. So this way, that information is there so that they don't have to depend on my mom to provide medical information if there was an emergency in the home. They've got that right there, and it's bright red, it's plastic, and it has a really firm magnet on it. And so you can, um, and hopefully now that we're supplying these more in the Sumner County, especially, um, Mm -hmm. see that um, first responders are looking for them when they go into homes in urgent situations. So they know really where, they know something about these packets and they, hopefully they will go to the refrigerator first, presumably. Right. Presumably they can find the refrigerator and then go to, get to the kitchen and you know, yeah. see it there. Well, and mm-hmm. it would be also like uh, some of our some of our folks, they might have uh, they might not venture out through the whole house. So they might have a section of the house that has a mini fridge on it or has, um, you know, a medicine cabinet. It, it could stick there on that metal, you know, and so that it is in the general vicinity. Right. But Mm -hmm. it's hard to miss a big, you know, um, a half of a piece of paper or maybe a note card size um, red 
um, a piece with the big words file of life on it. And we are educating. I just had some meetings on Tuesday in your area um, talking with the sheriff's department. And we have worked with police in that area as well, that this is what we're doing. Um, and we've noticed, and one of the police officers, Chief Pickard, that I talked to, he said, oh, I've had officers come back with those and say, this is a great idea. You know, we're mm-hmm. in the home now. And so it, the word is getting out. Is this something that I'm, I'm just thinking about, like, say, myself, I'm, I'm now Medicare age, and although I'm, I feel like I'm in good health, you know, I do take a few medications. Is this mm-hmm. something that, like, say, maybe I or other people that might be thinking is, well, why, I really don't need that. Why would I want to have one of those on my refrigerator? Well, I, I think it's good for anyone of any age because... Number one, you need one for every person that lives in your home. So if you're a parent with a disabled child or if you're by yourself or it's a husband and wife, the idea is that 67% of the time something happens to the care provider that then a family member has to step in and take care of two people. Right. So does everybody know how to do that and know what hospitals are best? Um, I think if anyone has any kind of medical conditions that might warrant, um, you know, uh, a collapse or exhaustion or any, I mean, you can't go wrong. You know, it's always better to have that information available and not need mm-hmm. than to need that medication, that information to be available. And it's not. So right. I, we always try to gear and lean on the side of safety um, yeah. and, and hopefully you never need it. Hopefully you never need to access that information. Exactly. And and one of the things that I know we we tell our clients, um, you know, often is, is that a lot of the work that we do as an elder care law firm, you know, is risk management. Mm hmm. Uh, You're you're never going to completely uh, prevent any bad things from happening, typically. But if you can do something that maybe at least um, gives somebody maybe a few more minutes or give yourself a few more minutes so that, you know, so that and that may be all the difference. Well, and and I'm glad you mentioned that because I'm not I'm not looking at the fall of life, although I have studied it incessantly for over two years now. Um, But there is a there is a piece on that. As to who has the power of attorney, is there a living will, and and where is that located? So if that was information that uh, they needed to know how to, to contact you in your office right. to get that information, they don't have to start rummaging around houses and looking in shoeboxes. It's yes. right there to, to call Takus McGinnis and and have a phone number. So right. um, again, it's it is all it is about risk management and being prepared for the what ifs in life. Mm-hmm. The shoe's yeah. going to drop, but is everybody prepared for that shoe to, to drop? Right, and, and I like what you said. Is is that the, you know the idea here is that you'll never need this. Hopefully, hopefully so. Mm-hmm. Hopefully so, you know. Um, but um, so, how how do I get one of these packets, or how can we wh- where where can where can we direct people to go who are mm-hmm. interested in this? Well, I'm know, glad to get you asked because Sumner County is our pilot county. And we were given a grant by United Way, Sumner County, to place 5,000 of these file of life cards in five different libraries in Sumner County. So folks listening or 
or not just passing through Sumner County, but the Gallatin, Portland, Hendersonville, White House, and um, oh, that last W one always Westmoreland. <laughs> Westmoreland, yes. Yep they mm-hmm. they have these cards now. I've also taken some to um, different senior citizen uh, centers around. Again, now what I did when I was there on Tuesday is I put a handful into um, Major Tim Bailey's hands so that Mm -hmm. as his um, staff officers, if they are doing those wellness checks or they do um, respond to an urgent call, they might be able to now place one of those in this um, home where maybe they frequently have to go and help someone. And again, so uh, the word is getting out, and but that is where people can go. Or they can also uh, contact um, United Way Sumner County. We're getting ready to let them and put uh, some in their offices. Um, I'd be happy to drop some by your office, Tim, and let y'all have them there as well. Um, okay. There's no cost to anyone. We are... No cost, right. No cost. There is a cost to get them. Don't get me wrong. Sure. That cost right now, Mental Health America of the Mid-South and my programming, um, we are funded by um, some funds from United Way, that grant. And so that is covering those costs for the citizens of your county. Um, And so we can put them in their hands and I can mail them. Um, If someone's listening to this and they're like, hey, I want to have, you know, 25 to 30 in my doctor's office, uh, you know, this is, I can't use 5,000 of these cards. I really okay. need to make sure because now we were just awarded another grant and I'm going to be able to add an additional 5,000 to Sumner County. So I don't, I don't, I don't need all, I just need two for my house and my yes. parents have theirs. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so what I'm thinking is, I mean, we have, Millions of sub- subscribers to our uh, our podcast. I won't mm-hmm. say that, but you know, so you have somebody maybe listening in New Jersey or or uh, New Mexico or someplace like that. Can they mm-hmm. uh, can they can they contact your office or contact you if they're ha- they may be interested in this? Um, they can contact me. I'm not sure that I would be able to supply New Jersey with a handful again because of the way grants are written and structured. However, anyone listening can uh, type in file of life uh, program and it's going to pop up a picture of what it looks like on their computer. It's going to take you to that website. Um, I would encourage other entities to maybe look at this. Um, If you are um, healthcare providers or provide different services um, to, um, to order some, you know, if you have the funds um, to, to try to have some to give away, um, then that that would be amazing because our older population, there's people are staying at home. They want to age in place. And how can we make that safer? And yes. this is a way. This is a way to be able to handle emergency crisis. And I know um, one of the things I've talked to some of your staff about is too many times people are making decisions based upon urgent needs and an emotional situation. And no real good decision is probably ever made with those two things going on. So they're going back to your risk management and the pre-planning. You can make better decisions and then you don't have to worry about it anymore. It's done. 
Yes. So, Let's get out in front of this, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Just just do it. And people dread having certain conversations, Tim. I'm sure you and Barbara hear this. I don't ever want to have that conversation about living wills or power of attorney, but there is a huge relief when you have that conversation and it's done and it is the best gift you can give your child. At 55, my my thing, my plans are in place and I don't have to dread having that conversation because it's done. So if anyone's listening and you've been dreading having it, now's the time to do it. Now's the time to do it because then you don't have to worry about it. Exactly. We've got Independence Day coming, so this is a great Independence Day conversation. Right? And it is is your independence, right? Make decisions when you can, not not when you're being forced to make them. And again, you're in an urgent or emotional status or uh, situation. All right. Well, Lynn Wood, you're the Caregiver Support Coordinator for Mental Health America of the Mid-South. Thank you for joining us. You're very welcome. That's it for today's episode, and thank you all out there for listening. Take Us McGinnis is a life care planning law firm helping families respond to the legal and financial challenges caused by chronic illness or disability of an elderly loved one. Join us next week for another episode of Aging Starts Now. Thank you for listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast. For more information about today's show, visit tn-elderlaw.com, click on the free resources tab, and then click on Aging Starts Now. You'll find the show notes there. And while you're at it, why not check out all the free resources available at tn-elderlaw.com? Document downloads, the Take Us McGinnis blog, educational videos, informative articles, helpful links, a TV show, and more. It's all there free for the taking. If you enjoy listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, please subscribe, rate the show, or leave us a review. It's easy to do on whatever app you use to listen. We would love your feedback on the show. Aging Starts Now. We'll be back next week with more candid discussions about challenges created by aging, disability, and unexpected illness.